1: She was terminal and uh, she chose to use MAID. It wasn't easy, but uh, these perimeters are in place for a reason and uh, they've got to be safeguarded. This cannot be widened and opened up. Uh, I'm an advocate for MAID for the right reasons. And I've also written once you expand this, Anthony, like you uh, you elated to and, and Bill did, where do you stop?
0: MAID Medical Assistance in Dying first became legal a few years ago, only for people suffering from terminal illness. But in March, it's set to expand to include those with mental illness. A lot of people very concerned about the direction this is headed in. An NDP MP is going to join us on tomorrow's program to explain why he is pushing for a full stop pause to all of this. number of MPs, conservative NDP joint effort on all of this to pause it. But it's not just politicians, it's physicians frustrated. Dr. Sean Watley joined us on yesterday's program, and now we're joined by a guest who had been a supporter of the original expanding of MAID and had even served on made advisory committees about how to best make this available for people who are in need of it, which cases are valid, which ones are not, and so on. But he now has serious concerns about the direction we're headed in. Please welcome Dr. Sonu Gan to the program. Head of the Psychiatry Department at Sunnybrook Hospital, uh, Dr. Gan, good to speak with you again.
1: Good to speak with you, and thank you for continuing to raise awareness about this topic.
0: And I know you have been speaking about this topic for a number of years. Initially, as someone who supported opening it up for people who are facing an imminent terminal illness, but more recently, you have spoken out about how now we're going in directions that that do not support the original. Uh, scope of where you thought this should head. Uh, Tell us both about why you initially supported the the creation of this and now where your concerns lie.
1: So I think that my concerns and thoughts are actually quite similar to what many Canadians have, which is when MAID first came into place, it was brought in as a means to help compassionately relieve people from end-of-life suffering. So these were situations where people were dying from something. And I will point out that they didn't need to actually be very close to death. It's quite a bit wider, even from the initial laws, than many people realized. People could have had even up to 10 years left to live and get made under the original laws. That's how broad it was. But you still needed to be in the process of dying because there was a safeguard that required your natural death needing to be foreseeable. That's what changed in 2021 when, they, when the government introduced Bill C-7, and that bill dropped that safeguard. So what that meant was that anyone with any disability, so long as they're an adult, could apply and be considered for MAID, even if they had 10, 20, 30, 40 years left to live. So you can see that that very much changes what the nature of MAID is being provided for. That's when my concerns started to become much more pronounced. And as you pointed out, I'm not a conscientious objector. But when you expand MAID that much, what you also start to see is that people seek it to escape life suffering, like social suffering. And we've seen that already. And so now this further expansion that they're planning for um, expanding to soul mental illness creates yet another entire slew of problems, which, um, which we can talk about. But in brief, I would say that in my view, it would be actually quite irresponsible if the government were to proceed with the expansion that's planned for soul mental illness this March. We are not ready. It would not be safe. And we would actually end up providing death to some people for the wrong reasons. And I do not believe most Canadians would support that.
0: Dr. Gand, you very much understand the in-depth policy implications of MAID and where we're headed, but you also understand the very on-the-ground healthcare realities of how this is playing out. You were the physician chair of the MAID team at Toronto's Humber River Hospital, where, as I understand it, the team would, would look at the very specific MAID requests that individual patients had. How is MAID currently playing out on the ground floor, on the healthcare level, on the on the patient level?
1: So this is one of the issues of concern because there's a wide variation in what MAID assessors can and are able to do. Many are very diligent and they do very thorough jobs. However, the actual legislative framework we have is one of the most open in the world, and it provides tremendous discretion to the MAID assessors and their own individual judgments, rather than potentially medical assessments for provisions of MAID. And so to answer your question, it's it's a difficult question to answer because there is such a wide variation of what is allowable. And How did
0: you assess them with your team?
1: So because made-for-soul mental illness was not available at that time, and I'm a psychiatrist, I wouldn't have had psychiatric conditions that were being applied for, per se. So I oversaw the team overall. But the way that we would assess people was trying to understand what's leading to their suffering and their request and making sure that they're properly informed and educated. I can let you know that in some situations, back then, there used to be a 10-day reflection period, and in some situations, people changed their minds in that 10 days, and Hmm. it wasn't because their medical condition changed. It was typically because they got reconnected with family or other social things. So it just shows you there are many things that can lead to people's requests for this.
0: Dr. Gann, what is your sense of how the medical community and, and your broader colleagues view this issue right now? You were perhaps one of the first physicians, at least close to the MAID issue, and dealing with it in your daily working life, to speak out as prominently as you did back in, I see the date of a podcast we did together was, was almost two years ago. More physicians are speaking out right now, I believe. What is the, the views of the community?
1: Well, fortunately, the views are starting to come out more transparently now. I can tell you that for quite some time, many of my colleagues were reluctant to speak out because it was not seen as the right thing to do. And the reason for that, I think, actually does also speak to why we're in this particular situation where we're on the brink of potentially expanding made for soul mental illness. There remain all sorts of concerns about it, like not being able to predict when the condition will or will not improve. So, if it's something where we're making wrong predictions, there, what are we providing made for? Like not being able to separate suicidality from psychiatric made requests and exposing marginalized people to this potentially for social suffering. Hmm. So, people are speaking out about those concerns now. However, I think as a country, we need to reflect on how we now are at the 11th hour for the second time on the brink of public policies that were predetermined to say, we'll make this expansion. And we're once again saying, well, we're definitely not ready for it. And it's very clear that amongst my colleagues by at least a two to one margin, psychiatrists do not support expanding made for soul mental illness, even though most are not conscientious objectors.
0: We're joined by Dr. Sanu Gan, head of the psychiatry department at Sunnybrook Hospital. Dr. Gan, before I let you go... We've got conservative and NDP MP saying we must now pause where we are. But you talked about how the latest, the previous expansion, still broaden things a little bit more. That one needn't be facing an imminent death, but uh, a ten-year terminal cancer potentially qualifies, or, or or other condition, not just cancer. Do you believe we need to pause where we are right now, or should we even go back and reevaluate a couple of the other measures?
1: I think we need to understand what people are getting made for and there are some concerning signs in the data that's emerging already. For example, people have heard the high level numbers of over four percent of all Canadian debts in twenty twenty two being by made and that's over thirteen thousand Canadians that year. But when you dig into those numbers you see some concerning things, including the fact that over one third of people cited feeling a burden as a source of the suffering that's leading them to seek MAID. We're starting to see in some areas, a gender gap emerge of more women than men getting made in particular uh, circumstances, which again, we should reflect on what does this mean? And in terms of the mental illness piece, I'll point out that, you know, while we're talking about, should we be expanding MAID to provide death for soul mental illness? we still remain one of the few countries amongst our peers that lacks a national suicide prevention strategy. Mm. That's remarkable to me. You know, most of our peers have a national suicide prevention strategy, have had that for years and have developed that. We don't have that, but we're saying maybe we should be going ahead with this other thing that we really don't know if we can do safely. So I, I hope that there is a sober second thought that is Placed on this and that, uh, that there is a pause and, and we revisit what people are actually getting made for.
0: Well, Dr. Gand, thanks very much for joining us. And and I think a lot of people appreciate that you've been consistently speaking speaking passionately about this for a couple of years now.
1: Thank you once again. And um, very challenging topic.
0: All right. All the best. Have a great day. Dr. Sanu Gand is head of the psychiatry department at Sunnybrook Hospital. And again, he's no, well, I think it, it it spells it out there to know that Dr. Gann was an early advocate of of yes, allowing for, uh, made in the case of persons suffering from terminal illness and was on committees at, at hospitals uh, assessing individual cases. So not, you know, ideologically against all cases of it, but really looking at what are we actually doing here and saying, I think we're going further than we were planning to go.